close your eyes and open your mind. This is Phantom Nirvana, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Our cast is Reagan as Axel Johnson, Michael as Joshua Ames, Ben as Sam Campbell, Kevin as Marcus Burkhead, Phil as the Dungeon Master, and myself, Courtney, as Mallory Reed. Be advised, this story contains dark themes that may not be suitable for some audiences. And now we present Phantom Nirvana. In our last episode, Mallory found Soraya the Miller and learned more about the manipulation of the villagers by the Temple of Yunoku. Oh, and Marcus caused a horrific scene. This is episode 13, Festival of the Hunt. Marcus, what the fuck? I, I, Seriously, I, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't sit by and and, and watch any more of this. But you this couldn't tell us madness. that you had some secret plan. I, you scared was, the shit out of me. There, there was no plan. I'm sorry. I just felt myself stand up and move toward Alistair. I, 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 I kind of blacked out. I, I, I don't know what that was. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, good. I, I meant it. Am yeah, I right? It was pretty sick. It was pretty sick. But how did how did you know? Did you know? It just I I I had a feeling. I've I've met a lot of shady people and on, on the road doing gigs, and I I I just got a vibe from him that this is fucked up, and 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 the little girl trying to kill us and eat us in the middle of the night. I'm just I feel like I'm losing my mind, and I just I I saw the leader and 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 had a feeling that. He, he he wasn't he wasn't good and, and admit i don't know if i was right or wrong apparently he wasn't a man we know that much he was some furry dog man thing i have no idea but i just i, I could not sit and, and watch any more of it hey marcus you know it's all good man we're just having a bad trip this happens once in a while don't is this blood worry about it. is this his blood on my face god that is certainly your his blood on your face yeah shaking i'm shaking what do we do? I'm, what do I'm, we do? I'm just so so glad you were right because this would have been a real mess if uh, you were wrong about that one. So good on you. Well, he, he wasn't what he seems. I was I was right about that, but I, I don't know. It, it, it seems like some people are with us, some are against us. I, I what do we do here? The village is uh, starting to crowd more and more around this entrance area, the dirt in front of the temple, and there are some cries. There's some cries of anger and confusion from different parts of the crowd. You know, it's not just support and encouragement and belief in what the message was. You know, who are you anyway? Who even are you? Some of these people are saying like, 
A number of the villagers, though, are taking protective positions around the interior of the this circle. They're kind of keeping people back, allowing you to have space. And that includes Soraya. That includes Manny, um, who gave you the ale at the festival. Basil is there from the drunken violin. The, the parents of the young woman, Hessig, who they had been saying, honey, come, come back to us. Don't go in. Don't go in. And she ran in after the rest of the girls and the acolytes and, and Alistair. So they are helping you. You know, it's obviously they believe in whatever your your goal is uh, for the town. So people are kind of starting to press in and you can hear some words of dissent. But in general, it's it's just this very tense mood. And you look up from from where you're at, kind of scanning around at the crowd. And you notice in the back that there is a figure on horseback, a large steed. Person atop it is wearing uh, heavy plate armor. Uh, you can see that there's a woman on this big steed behind him. And it takes a moment. You recognize this person, uh, probably 100 yards away from you, watching, observing. You recognize this person as Sir George from the meadow in the beginning. And he is watching silently from a distance. And after a moment, he catches eyes with Mal. And very slowly, very deliberately, he holds up a green dragon scale about the size of a teacup plate and then three fingers. And after a moment, he gives a kick to the horse and they ride off into the distance. Oh, shit. Uh, what, was, what was that about? Axel, remember when we tried to check out the dragon and you decided it wasn't of interest and I decided to steal three dragon scales I think what's his oh, face shit. wants them back that's right we'll give it back at some point uh, what does he have to do with any of this you think he's part of the uh, Yanogu group or is it just kind of randomly I, I feel like know. if he was part of the group we'd probably see him around town more often than we have that's true. Maybe he likes what we did. Mal wants to try to take that flail out of our, our weapon out of Marcus's hands. Yeah, as I don't. I don't want Sor Soraya. No offense. I, I consider it an honor that you you handed this to me. But I'm I'm not a fighter. I I, I pulled that arrow out and stabbed him because it was the sharpest thing I had on me. But I I, I can't use this. Who who wants it? It's too fancy for me. I I don't want that thing. Taller than I am, man. Well, it looks like it might be going to me then. All right, here, Sam, hey, take hey. it. Yeah, grab this. It's heavy. Sam, I, I will take that spear though. That uh, that that half spear that you got, if that's all right. Oh, absolutely. Just watch out for the splinters. So again, as soon worst. as that that uh, flail passes from Mal to Sam, you both hear those faint whispers. Uh, again, uh, hard to discern what they're saying, but. Uh, Definitely, it's as if there's some sort of sentience to this, uh, to this weapon. Did you hear something? I, I mean, I'm not sure. I felt like I heard something when I touched that. I might have heard well, something. I'm, I'm hearing a lot in my head right now. The gentleman whose daughter had had gone inside. Uh, the daughter was named Hessig. He and his wife come over. As uh, his wife speaks first, she says. Uh, Thank you for what you've done. Is it your intention then to go inside the temple? I, I assume so. We can't just leave it how it is. Uh, 
I've, I've kind of put all of us in danger, I, I assume, or at least severely disrupted the community. So I, I guess we have to finish what I started. Sorry. Oh, no need to be sorry. We appreciate you making an attempt to stop this madness. My name is Morgan, and this is um, Todd, my husband. Our daughter has uh, been taken inside of the temple, as you saw. If you were able to um, rescue her, we would be forever in your debt. I can tell you, uh, Todd, well, perhaps better than me, but there is a tunnel beneath the temple. Uh, it, Todd actually helped to, to dig it at one point. Um, originally, it was meant to hold food, um, cold storage for the festival, and it may still be used for that purpose, but we believe that there are darker purposes for it now, and we believe that they would have taken her there, uh, her and the other young ladies, um, and we fear they are in grave danger. There is no telling what that trickster Alistair is capable of. I, I wonder if um, you are well equipped. We do have a few... Uh, we had a Todd, and she sort of reaches around, and he pulls from his bag uh, four small vials of red liquid. She says, these are potions of healing. Thank you, Todd. We had hoped if, if she was selected and had seemingly perished that we might be able to revive her using, using these. But um, now perhaps we shall give them to you and, and hope you may have. This gentleman here has been hurt. Uh, what is your name the, with the rotund yes. stomach there? Um, yes, my name's Josh. Do and, you perhaps uh, want one of these now? I really would. That's excellent timing. Okay, so she pops that open and gives it to you. You can uh, regain 2d4 plus 2 hit points. Oh, yeah. So she gives you the other three. So I believe that's four identical vials. If you didn't know what the first one was, you have a pretty good sense for what it is now. So, so Morgan, thank you very much for that. Um, it seemed like even after everything that's happened, that there were some around Alistair that were still helping him and protecting him. For for the the girls involved in this festival, like like your daughter, how involved are they? Do you think do you think they're going to be still still trying to protect him, or do they know what's going on? The girls are young, you know. They don't have um, Hessig for one couldn't possibly defend herself. Um, they're just impressionable young people. They haven't got. Um, you know, they've been taken advantage of from our standpoint. I, th I think the only other thing that, that you can do for us right now, besides making sure that everyone up here is, is safe, is it seems like, like not everyone was able to, to witness what just happened. And so e each one of you, each, each, each local that can attest to what happened to everyone else, I think will help unify the rest of the town uh, should it become important later on. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that'll be important for you to, to, to speak with your neighbors about what's going on and seeing who else can provide the assistance. Yes. Yes, of course we can do that. And um, I, I wish there was more that we could give you um, the, the doors there. There has never been a lock on the temple, so I expect it will be open, but as far as finding the, um, as far as finding the caves beneath, you'll need to look in the pulpit. Yes, I was, I was going to ask Todd if you have any information about the tunnel that you helped build, any 
secrets, any, you know, traps and anything that we, any information at all. We don't know how many people are in there. What's in there. There's, there's, but five of us. And And he says, well, I I haven't any idea what, what it's like these days, but when it was constructed, it was, um, when it was originally dug, there was a tunnel beneath uh, that uh, forked left and right. uh, And there were some, uh, there were some, some caverns beneath on the leftward path. So it might be a bit more treacherous to travel that way. So, um, but it does, it shouldn't go very deep unless they've dug further. I, I don't know. Did, did the tunnel have any outlets when you worked on it? Uh, yes, there should be a uh, uh, there should be a ladder up uh, at the at the furthest chamber in. Yes. Where where where's where's that ladder? I'm wondering if that might be a better entrance than the front door for us. Ah, interesting. Um, yes, you'll need to go into the forest and find it. Uh, it's a tree. It's been too long for me. I couldn't find it now myself, but um, it would be approximately 80 to 100 yards into the forest in that direction behind the temple. What do you, no. what do you think, Yang? Do you think we could find that? I'm not sure that it's safe to be out in the woods, but if we were able to find it, it might, might give us uh, an element of surprise. Might be worth uh, taking a quick look, at least. If we don't okay, find but- it, we can always just go with our original plan of busting through the door and kicking some ass. Okay, well, I, I say let's do it because I don't think we want to waste any time. We're going to go in the direction that he pointed towards for the the ladder down. The ladder down. Okay. Yeah. So you're all sort of trudging off into the forest uh, behind the temple. Um, Is Soraya coming with us? Did you want her to? I mean, she does look so strong. If you asked her, uh, maybe make a persuasion check, Mal. I'm pretty persuasive. You are. Did. <gasps> What'd you roll? Is it bad? I rolled a two. Oh, so no. <laughs> that's a five. <laughs> she says, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't go into the forest after dark. I don't do it. I, I don't leave the I don't leave. It's my one fear. I can't. I can't leave. And then if we have a back, heartbreaking I'll, white fang separation. I'll, I'll, I'll help you when you come back, but I can't, I can't, I can't go into the forest after dark. I'm just going to give her a real, a, a real strong pat on one of her beautiful triceps and walk away. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, as you move into the forest, you feel that uh, the temperature shift uh, down, you know, as you kind of the cold around you, uh, there's there's mist in the air. Um, you hear the the um, the crunch of trees overhead, in the high canopy, and uh, the smell of pine. And you're moving through, and there are definitely Vargan. They seem to be circling your movements. Um, I'd like to cast dancing lights. Okay. And so surround lights, our party with a little yeah, bit of light. Yeah, surround, right, right. I, uh, and and the Vargan move off maybe another sixty or eighty feet as you cast that, but they're definitely looking for any uh, opportunity to come come in. And um, you see, uh, not too far in the distance is the meadow. You're moving more or less in that direction, and uh, now you're about halfway between the meadow and the town. How how would you like to proceed now that you're here? Okay, guys. I think this might this might be as far as he said it was. Well, let's look around a little bit, but don't wander off because we don't want those those Vargan coming in on anybody. Can we pair up? I don't want to go on my own. Yeah, 
what's the what's the play here? Are you guys searching? Uh, are you just going to make an investigation check altogether, and then maybe we'll do three of those. And if you if you roll well enough, we'll we'll say that you find it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really want to have you all make an investigation check. It just seems. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll keep lookout while others investigate. Marcus is kind of shaken, quiet, not really um, saying much, so it, not noticing much. So, okay, let's have let's have Sam make the roll with advantage because he's being assisted. Okay, first roll is a total of nineteen. You're checking the trees. Uh, you're kind of looking at the base of the trees. You're thinking about how someone might hide a hidden uh, opening in the ground without it being flooded or being uh, covered over with snow or leaves. You know, it might, it might be in the base of a tree, but uh, you're still unable to locate it. So make another, make another roll. Mal's going to cast message into Marcus's head. Hey, are you okay? I, I don't even know anymore. This is just so bizarre. I, I don't, I don't know what I just did. I'm, I'm glad I did it. If, if it, if it helped people in the town, it's, that's great, but this, I just, I'm, I'm lost. What are we doing? What is this place? I have no idea what's happening either. I, this feels like some sort of simulation or game. And I think you just taught me how to play it. So I think we go hard until we get home. All right, might as well. I mean, we're either dead or about to die or trapped here. Why, why not? Okay, meanwhile, I'm... I've rolled a 17 for the investigation. Okay. Um, you're noticing a path. Uh, it may be the path that you traveled previously. You're not sure. But uh, there is some signs of some activity here. Why don't you make one last roll? See if you can get above a 15. Okay, guys, let's look, let's look this way just a little bit more. What'd you roll, Sam? Uh, highest was a nine on that one. It's not going to do it. Okay. Fortunately, this has been a waste of time. Okay, guys, I think we should we should head back. I don't think we want to burn any more time out here. Can I cast Detect Magic? Yes, you may. That's a fun idea. Okay. Phil, has a minute gone by? Uh, yeah, more than a minute. Have the lights gone out? Yeah, I don't. I can re-up them. It's a cantrip. So yeah, so you just keep firing them off, huh? I just keep going. I I w- would love to be directing them where. We're looking, you know, as we get more information. I don't know if yeah. that's helpful. You cast uh, Detect Magic and um, you get a strong ping in one particular direction uh, of conjuration magic. And it's coming from a tree, sort of a gnarled um, tree, uh, maybe 20 feet off. And you bring the group over and sure enough, you find that there's a ladder down. It's uh, hidden behind a, a big knot in the tree. You okay. sort of press against yes. it. Good job, Marcus. Opens and um, yeah, you're just getting that conjuration magic very strong from below. I, I don't know how. I just I could I felt like sense it was here. I'd... So the ladder goes down. It's a wooden ladder. It goes down into the darkness. For those of you with uh, um, dark vision, you can see that uh, it terminates probably thirty feet down. You're not sure of the structural uh, stability of the ladder, but um, but it is there. So if you want to go down, you can go down. I'd like to send some of my lights okay. down. Okay, so, so they sort of... They go down. They make and, video game music on the way down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and, uh, 
I don't think Mel should crawl down first, so I'm going to demurely step aside. So as soon as the lights go down, you hear um, uh, barking, loud barking, yowl, yip, and you can see that there is um, the flickering of shadows in the ca- the cavern beneath where you are, and the sound, uh, the unmistakable sound of that um, that yowling and yipping of Vargan. Axel, to friends. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, are they in front of us? Like, I don't think you can see... see them from where you're at, looking down. Uh, I'll, you... I'll nudge Josh to start down the ladder. All right, I'm going, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, Josh just just starts uh, starts climbing as down, quickly huh? as he can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you climb down the ladder, uh, you can see that. Um, as soon as you get into the main chamber, you can see that there are uh, four Vargan that are all barking wildly at you as you come down. That unmistakable yowl, yip, and you hear the patter of uh, footsteps, human footsteps, from down one of the, the, the caverns. You see there's two, uh, two caverns that are heading off one direction and the other. Uh, and from one direction, you hear footsteps are the rest of us coming down the ladder yeah i want to go down okay you're all sort of moving down the ladder okay so are you going to hit the ground josh and engage or what's your deal because these dogs can't climb that thing yeah so i I, i'm gonna hang out um maybe like eight feet uh from the ground kind of and and i call up like let's all get ready to to attack this together because we're i'm gonna need some backup here okay okay uh so so once everybody i see that everybody's kind of like down yep. on the ladder into the hole i'm gonna jump off and try to as quickly as i can um draw them away from the ladder okay as soon as you push off the ladder to jump it gives way cracks and breaks uh, and you all go crashing down into this cavern, and I would like everybody to take yes. two bludgeoning damage as you fall in a big pile, with the exception of Josh, on top of each other. Two bludgeoning damage, please, except for Josh. Josh, I'd like you to make an acrobatics check. Yes, sir. Natural one. <laughs> okay, you take you take Great the two as well, is. buddy. Yep, that dice is going in jail. We are level three. Yes, you got some hit points to to play with here. Uh, Okay, so you've all taken two bludgeoning damage as you've fallen, uh, you know, between eight and 18 feet down. You've fallen in a pile. The Vargan are surrounding you. You see at the (laughs) mouth of one of the openings uh, into this chamber that there are four of these robed figures wearing these dark robes with orange and silver filigree and you are now in combat with this group i would like you all to roll initiative
Thank you for listening to this episode of Phantom Nirvana. Our music is by Seiji, Dying Suns, Houseflies in December, J.D. Garza, and Turntry. Art is by Sydney Lodge. Join the conversation on social media at Phantom Nirvana.